Oh, yeah. I think we're live. Ooh. All right. <laughs> God, this shit puts me on the spot so much every time. The little gap. Every fucking time. Going I, live and every time I press the go live button, here. like my heart just instantly starts <laughs> beating faster and like shit. It's like, oh, God, it's fucking happening. I don't know if you feel, ever feel that way. Are like, I'm fine. Now? And then the moment I press the button, it's fucking. Like, I'm fine. And then the moment I press. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Delay. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Sorry. I know driving in LA is f- like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing for sure. Um, yeah. Are you used to it yet? No. I, uh, I'm late for everything. Yeah. I'm not late anywhere else, but in LA, I'm always late. Yeah, and I think. Yeah, it's that's nice. kind of that's how it works, though, right? Like, yeah. I, like I think people in LA are known for being late. Okay, are they? Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, people are. Oh, people in LA are always fashionably late. Right. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, eh, yeah, but there's traffic, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not. <laughs> it's not like a choice to be late. Well, when I go to Vancouver now, I am crazy early for everything and. I'm always just like really pessimistic that we can like fit in all the shit everyone wants to do. People are like, we're going to go here and pick up this person and then we're going to be here and then we're going to get food here. I'm like, that's crazy. And then it ends up being totally fine with like yeah. time to spare. So yeah, I guess I am used to it. Also, last time I was in BC, I got two uh, tickets for pulling U-turns. Which really? were really expensive. So I'm definitely like fully accustomed to like LA driving. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was a bummer. It's like, <laughs> yeah, an expensive ticket up there. And you can't Holy do shit. it at all. You can't U-turn. Wow. So. Yeah, expl- so were you born and raised Vancouver? Um, Vancouver Island. Okay. Yeah. What's, so what's the difference between Vancouver City and mm. Vancouver Island? Because um, I, you know, from somewhat, I've never, I've been to Vancouver okay. a few times, but I don't yeah, know yeah. anything about the area at all. Um, so the island is like a really big island and it's beside Vancouver and it has the city of Victoria on okay. it as well as Nanaimo, which are sometimes places that bands might play, but not that often. So growing up, I grew up pretty close to Victoria, um, but I would like catch the ferry over to Vancouver to like go to concerts and stuff. Maybe, but like not, it's not like that close, you okay. know, like you can definitely never go to Vancouver. <laughs> okay. So they're like to. separate things. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. They're really separate cities. Like Victoria has probably like, I want to say maybe like half a million people or something. Like it's okay. pretty like modest, yeah, self-sufficient yeah. city. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If there's like a little scene I think too. So that's yeah. awesome. Uh-huh. How do you, um, <clears throat> How do you compare just being yourself here to being yourself up there? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, do you catch yourself doing different things or thinking different things or even, like, writing different kind of music or... You know what I'm saying? Like, has your personality changed at all since yeah. moving here? It's so funny. Like, I think about that a lot. I was actually just back home for the holidays and ever since I like moved to LA and like right leading up to when I was going to be moving to LA and like still people in my family mostly ask me or like they say this thing to me all the time that I feel like is really weird and they say like they're like don't let it change you down there like yeah (laughs) like do people tell like Americans who moved to LA from other cities that yes. or is, okay for sure that's why I asked the question <laughs> yeah yeah that's a very like LA I don't know why but specifically well it can fuck with people's heads yeah maybe I mean I know that in Canada there's a it, there's so many layers of it because there's also that mindset just about America in general mm. um so but LA really represents like you know yeah, a thing culture. of its own, right? To Celebrity be, culture. To be afraid of, for sure. <laughs> but yeah. I've, like, definitely, like, um, written songs about just kind of figuring that all out. But actually, for me, like, moving to L.A. was, like, really helpful in getting a sense of myself. Because I, when I was in Vancouver, 
right before I moved here, I was like really um, like deeply involved with the Courtney's and Vancouver is a small city, a small scene. And the Courtney's was like a popular band. And I felt like I had like lost my identity a little bit in it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you're just like this person in this band. So Mm -hmm. moving to LA was really cool because I was like, okay, now I need to like reconnect with like who I am as an individual a little bit. Yeah. But I'm in this like really wild place, but I really like vibe with LA. I really liked it from the beginning. So I think it's like been positive. That's good. Yeah. I think, I I don't know. I need that shit sometimes where Uh you just get plopped into somewhere you've never been or some crazy ass place. Yeah. You're like, well, okay, I got to (laughs) make this shit work. Let's see what happens. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, That'll strip you down for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. I didn't even really want to play music at first when I got here either. I just wanted to like n- just, you know, observe basically yeah. and just like let yeah, myself on the wall, it, it felt more vulnerable to just like I mean, people here still know me as being in the Courtney's, but it did feel more vulnerable to just like go out and hang out with people but not be playing the show. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. But but I did write um, a gum country song about L.A. It's called Somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere? Yeah. B- <laughs> good or bad? The, positive best, or negative? It's the best gum country song so far. Um, nice. I think it's, like, positive. But it's just sort of, like, it is what it is also. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, this just... Can't change this, it. Yeah, this is just Yeah. what it is, so... I love it. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to call it L.A. Yeah. I called it that. I wonder how many fucking songs are called Los Angeles. Right? I know. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Yeah. I uh, I fucking love Canada. Cool. The, I don't think I could live there purely because of the sunshine thing. Oh, of yeah. Of it being gray all the time. That would just fuck with me. Yeah. I, did it fuck with you? Like, is it, do you like the warmth all year here or are you, are you missing the seasons and stuff? Um, I'm definitely not missing the seasons. I I mean, because I grew up up there, I don't really struggle too much with the lack of sunshine. Like, I kind of... Got it, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it, but, like, a lot of people who move to the west coast of Canada from other places in Canada that are sunnier really struggle with it. Like, it's a thing there. Yeah. And right now, like, it, yeah. I remember... I only bring it up because I remember... I, I don't know if I went to one of your shows in Vancouver oh, cool. or if you went to one of mine. I forget. Oh, you, I've, yeah, I've seen yeah, you in Vancouver okay. a few times, but this totally. one specific time we were like in an alleyway and it was raining and it was like just cold and dark. Oh, yeah. And I don't remember if it was you or I think it was you telling me that you had a you're going to go home and use your like sunlight. Oh, vitamin okay. D light or something. Sure, yeah. And I've never heard of that before. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you're trying to explain to me there's this light that you can put next to you and it radiates. I know, it like shit. doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's such a funny thing. It's, yeah. it's supposed to be like a vitamin D lamp or whatever. It gives yeah. you this blue light. Yeah, I had one of those. I'm sure that was Got it. Yeah, I just, I I just that about. shit blew my mind. I was like, <laughs> there's a light that is like a sun that you put next to you. And anyways. Yeah, <laughs> and then I always think like, wow, man, people must really need sunshine up people there. People try all kinds of all kinds of stuff. I really yeah. think though that like getting outside, like not being afraid of nature, and just like going out and going for a hike, anyways. Like, put on some snowshoes and yeah. just like go up the mountain. Like, it's nothing really to be afraid of. Yeah, it's okay. So yeah, that's that, good for you. like, yeah, once I kind of figured out that you know, it was important to like go snowboarding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it made the winter a lot better. If you there can you get go. into winter sports. Yeah. It makes yeah, it more yeah, bearable. Yeah. yeah. totally. That's cool. But yeah, it's a dark and cold place for sure. Yeah. Like when I moved here, another really weird thing that happened that I couldn't have really anticipated was like, I got to LA and I was unpacking my clothes and I realized that everything was like dirty and stained. Like it was actually like all my clothes were just like covered in crap. I'd never even seen before because you couldn't even see it. Like I think of it as like when your brightness is really down on your phone and then you turn it up, you're like, Oh, that's better. Like what was I doing? It was literally that. And same with my car. Like my car just, I was like, Oh my God, my car is a piece of crap like it's like covered in scratches i never saw before wow yeah and it's not just me i remember telling one of my good friends who also had just moved to california from vancouver she was like the same thing happened so 
Wow. Yeah, it's dark. It's trippy. It's really dark. Yeah, that's the feeling I got <laughs> when I was up there. That's why I always ask people from Canada or anywhere really north, mm. uh, you know, Washington, Oregon, anywhere up there. Yeah. Is, uh, it's different. <laughs> beautiful, though. Holy shit. It's freaking beautiful. Yeah, it's really peaceful and yeah. beautiful for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. How I've never known how the Courtney's even began in the first place. Oh, okay. how did how did it even become a band? I mean, it was very organic thing. Like um, at the time I was in school, I think in Vancouver and I was playing in bands with friends. Um, and uh, yeah, there was definitely like a cool little scene going on. Um, my partner was in this band called Peace and uh, they were playing shows with um, Mac DeMarco, who was going as makeout videotape in Vancouver, and I would go to those shows, and uh, Mac used to play just by himself, and then, and he was playing a show with Peace, so I went, and he had this girl playing drums, and I was like, who's this girl? She looks really cool, and that was Jen, so that was how I met Jen, was she was Mac's drummer, and yeah, we just became friends after that, and then we started a band that was it's just kind of like a weird band that only lasted a few months. It was sort <laughs> of like a strange, like goth synth band. Yeah. It was a bit of a dead. I think we like got to release the tapes. Yeah. We like booked a show. <laughs> we definitely had some songs because we booked a show and didn't go to it. Dang. Um, and that was that. But then anyways, Jen was like, listen, my friend Sydney is moving to Vancouver and I want to start a band that's like the two of you guys. So Jen kind of like, um, yeah, masterminded the it. Matchmaker, and then, the matchmaker, what you call that, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, she had like a vision. And she had played in this really, really cool band already with Sydney that I knew of called Puberty. Hmm. And they were like extremely cool. They were one of those like bands that lasted a summer but just like took over. Wow. Like they were just yeah. unbelievably cool. And I was a huge fan. So I was like, That's sweet, awesome. I get to be in like my favorite band basically. That's rad. So, yeah, that's how it started, and it was really just, like, we were just all doing other things. Everyone was in school or whatever, but then just people just kept asking us to play shows. So So it was a snowball, and then it's just snowballed into (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Well, it's funny that we're, like, still doing it. I mean, it's always been really, really casual, and it still is, but as long as people still, like, ask us to play shows, we probably will. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) I had a realization, like at a festival like a year or two ago where I think it was in New Zealand and we were watching like an old like flying nun band like I think it was like yeah I can't even remember who maybe like sneaky feelings or something Hmm. and I just had this realization where I was like I think that I'm gonna be playing the Courtney's forever (laughs) 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 like they were just like this old band just like still doing it i was like that's awesome yeah and then i told my bandmates they're like yeah i think you're right (laughs) that's badass so we'll see i love that yeah that's awesome yeah i remember keep it chill so (laughs) i think the first time i don't know the first time i saw you guys but i was like fucking hooked and i remember that (laughs) tape that very first tape that's all i listened to for probably like six months straight did you have the one with keanu reeves face on it the OG You're one. You're OG then. Super yeah, OG that's one. Like and then I got the one Burger put out. Okay, cool. Yeah. There's a lot of the same songs, there. but yeah, it was better like this, recordings. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I played that one to shit too. Cool. Yeah. And I saw you guys. I just, I'm trying to remember the first time I saw you. And I, I'm not, I know I saw you play at Burger Records and that was really cool. Um, yeah. Well, we played a show together. Yeah. It was at Pear Space. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. But the first time I'm trying to think of the first time. Cause but that, that was on the same tour though. Okay. Yeah. It must've been like maybe a w- day before. Okay. Maybe <laughs> yeah. I'm, my, my memory's <laughs> fucked, but cool. anyways, I was hooked. I was like That's fucking so, cool. so stoked on you guys. <laughs> Holy shit. Sweet. I was actually just listening to that tape the other day in really? here. Yeah. Oh, we cool. just got a tape player finally. Oh, that's so cool um, that you have it. Yeah, it's somewhere in, in the midst of that stuff over there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Sweet, I know we were talking on uh, earlier about <coughs> how tapes are seem like they're falling out of 
popularity, I guess. I know I that's know. news to me. I mean, I'm just, yeah, I just learned this from you. So it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's, the, <laughs> it's just from what I've realized, it's just not as many people listening to tapes and it yeah. sucks. But yeah, sucks. well, you can tell because you're selling them and people aren't buying them. So yeah, but that yeah. and even just, I don't know. It sucks. It's my favorite format. Definitely. Yeah. Do you I think, think that people are like just not listening to music? anymore i don't know i just listen to podcasts i think i think what it is is i think people listen to playlists yeah which it makes sense because you just get notified of new music all the time yeah and so if you're you know popping on spotify or apple music or whatever and there's a suggested playlist of bands that you probably would like it's easy to just press play and, oh, I like that, yeah. or, oh, I don't like that, or that's cool. This is so true. Um, I was just talking with the Courtney's booking agent, like, a week or two ago, and he, we were, like, we were asking, like, like how d- are you supposed to be a band anymore? Because, like, streaming, you don't make any money. Like, how does this even work anymore? Like, what are we, are we trying to, like, aspire to? Anyways, we were just asking, like, streaming, ah, and he was, like, there are bands who are doing insanely well in this environment now and it's because of playlists and it's this kind of band that's like he was like it's not like your kind of music it's like extremely generic music that's like so middle of the road yeah that it just ends up on every playlist but the flip side is like these bands like no one's heard of them and they don't actually have any real fans so they can't really like play shows or tour and have like fans come like true you know what i mean so it's weird it's really weird yeah something happened like the last few years where there's a big like corkscrew and there's some weird thing going on with the playlist thing that i can't quite understand yeah but i don't understand it either i have a philosophy of what i think can like I I have okay. I'm gonna sound too, I don't want to sound too like conspiracy theorist or whatever, but I really if you think of what keeps Spotify in business is new music. Mm-hmm. If there wasn't new music, they'd be a business, but they would lose. I mean, a significant amount of their income because they rely on having new music to put on playlists or whatever on their okay. homepage or whatever, right? Okay. So if you provide new music constantly then I, th- I, I have a weird, I did this test to myself. Like yeah. I don't play shows or tour. I don't do anything with my music. Really. I could give a shit. Yeah. And I was like, huh, I'm going to put out a song every month for six months on the same last Friday of every month for six months and just see what happens. Yeah. And just from doing that alone, ev- everything jumped for me. It's like investing. I get, I don't know for me, everything's jumped. And then we did the same <laughs> thing with, Iggy's band, Mystic Braves. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's do, uh, let's put a song out once a month for, I think it was six months. And they're fucking, everything just like, you started, it's like Spotify was rewarding you. Like, oh, thanks, you're giving us something every month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate that. It's a weird, it's like they reward that. Okay, instead of an album, you would just go song by song. Yeah. And I've been, I've been doing that and it's, it's, I've never had as many people listening to my music online as I do now. Whereas when I was touring a lot and putting out albums, Mm -hmm. I had nowhere close to as many people listening. Yeah. But I think it's, it's a weird, I feel like you have to play the game. Like you have to play that game. Like you constantly have to put singular songs out. And the other theory I have, which is already happening with pop music is you get, you know, like, um, Lizzo, yeah. So she comes out with a song and it's featuring Drake, featuring Ush, and there's like right. 10 artists featured yeah. on that song. So you get all of those artists, Spotify followers, yeah. they all get notified mm-hmm. that they have a new song out. Why the fuck aren't people in rock music doing that? I don't know. I think it's silly. Yeah. My, fl- it's, <laughs> I really think people should be, co- if we were collaborating, like everyone we know should be fucking Let's putting out just what, like, <laughs> Fuck, you know? No, that like, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, totally. Seriously, I mean, if you and someone else and someone else and someone else just kind of made a song and just put it out for fun yeah. one time, that song would inevitably be, 
Spotify, it would pick up on Spotify yeah. just the fact that there's four artists that are getting and all their followers are getting notified. And, yeah, and totally. That's my crazy philosophy. It also seems like the only way that you could even hope to break in at this point. Like if you don't have any followers yet, you yeah. just need to get on one of those songs. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's a it's weird super time. fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. It's super weird. I'm glad you're like able to make some sense of it. I don't know if I am. I just... It's what I do all day is sit in yeah. this office and fucking... How do I make Lollipop Records work? How do I... What's wrong with the music <laughs> industry? And I just think all day about but how that do you how do you write... Like a song to be released once a week is... That's a big accomplishment. Once a month. Okay, once a month. Okay. That right now. I want to do once okay, a week. Okay, okay. But right now it's once a month. <laughs> the last Friday of every month is what I've been doing it's for a, a while impressive. now. Okay, it's it's not that month. hard if you think about it. Like, yeah, yeah. Make an album. Here's what it is. Make an, make an entire album. Mm-hmm. 10 songs, 11 songs, whatever. Get the whole thing done. And then just put it out in the course of a year. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole year you're putting that album out, make another record. And the following year, put that album out the same way. And you're going to have something new every single month. Yeah. And Spotify will fucking reward you. It's, yeah. Like it, the algorithm will reward you. It makes it's, sense. Because, like, if you put out an album, like, you can tell when you look at the stats like everyone will listen to the first song yep. half of the people will listen to the second yeah, and the rest no one, of it, no one listens one. no one Sucks. listens to the rest of the album so like why not just like release every single song yeah yeah it's a weird thing to sorry to go on a rant but no it's i'm thinking about that shit all day yeah <laughs> it fucking bothers me do you guys do you guys still tour a lot or no not really um the courtney's we're like really really slow band so we usually like will maybe tour a lot for like one year and then take like four years off. <laughs> got it. Got it. <laughs> but we just finished uh recording. So we have a thing that's gonna come out this year and then we'll probably tour it a bit. Cool. But yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be Are you are you into tour I mean is it one of those things where I know some people love <coughs> it. It's their life and they just want to get back on the road. I don't know. Are you one of those <laughs> or are you just kinda like eh I mean I think there was definitely a period of time where like i i look forward to a tour but i also like don't really overdo it so smart yeah (laughs) um but yeah i'm i'm like i don't know as time has gone on i've come to sort of like develop my non-tour life Mm. more into something that's like really nice and so now it's like well yeah it's kind of nice to just be home yeah i feel you (laughs) but i am always interested to do i really like going like overseas mm. anywhere that's like not north america is like definitely that's i'm game awesome. yeah and then like doing support slots on really big tours can be fun too because i kind of yeah. like the big stage yeah i don't know Fuck and yeah. like the really apathetic fans who are just like hurry up <laughs> i'm all about that so <laughs> that's funny you have have you guys toured in europe yeah um yeah, it was okay. We I've never done. Yeah, we we did like kind of a headline tour there. It was actually it was a good tour for sure. Um, so we'll probably do that again. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll look forward to doing that again. There's a lot of places I haven't been in Europe, and um, yeah, the UK would be nice to do again. That's awesome. Yeah, my my dream though is Japan. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's mine too. Yeah, that's everyone's dream. Yeah. Yeah, I, I almost like don't want to do it because it would just make everyone so sad and jealous you know because it's like everyone's dream no for me i would just try and live like vicariously through you and be like oh that's whoa yeah um, it's hard though like the first actually the first courtney's album the one that you were talking about before had a japanese release like there was a japanese label involved and i still am the one who like ships out all the t-shirts that people order on the band camp and i was doing it then and tons of people from japan were like ordering our stuff and i was like we should go to Japan. Like there's tons of fans there, but just kind of never worked out. Like I think the language barrier is a thing. And so you get these emails and you're just like, is this sketchy or not? Like can't really tell. Google translate. (laughs) It takes, I also think it takes a like reasonably kind of sketchy situation 
to like bring the courtneys overseas because they're not like a huge band so it takes like yeah. somebody who's just like i'm gonna bring you over yeah. and like take out a loan yeah. and not pay it back i'm gonna crack my 401k <laughs> my retirement plan to get you guys over here yeah so <laughs> yeah it just hasn't worked out with japan yet but yeah we'll see. that's a hard one it's so far away yeah it it's sounds so far like yeah from what i can tell it's also just like a really oversaturated market so you don't really make any money and yeah yeah it's kind of it's also tiny right i mean you can only be there for yeah a week maybe right there's only a few cities right in Japan, i know the major metropolitan yeah. areas i mean i think you could probably play tokyo like five times <laughs> yeah so you're huge, probably but right. but yeah no i think you would have to lump it in with like new zealand or something yeah I don't know. Yeah. Figure Fuck it out. I. How, how the, are you, were you a fan of flying non records before? Yeah. Okay. Such a fan. Huge fan. Cause that is so <laughs> cool. That, are you still working with them? Yeah. Yeah. That's they're so doing cool. this one. Yeah. They're super cool. Yeah. It's just turned out like, I think we like, well, the very first record was put out by our friend in Vancouver and we tweeted to flying nun or like emailed them and they like messaged us back and we're like yeah we'll like we'll distro it and we were just like what yeah. <laughs> so they distroed <laughs> our very first album cool that we did with ryan um with hockey dad records um and they did like such a good job like actually the first time we went to new zealand it was after they had distroed our first record and we played this show in auckland and it was like it was kind of like, like the punk version of like sh searching for Sugar Man. Like Holy the, shit. the venue, like it was sold out, but it was like, it was so crazy. I just remember playing guitar and looking down and like people were looking at me like in this funny way that I've never, you know, like just like, yeah, I was yeah. just like, what the fuck like is going the headlights on? Type of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. It was really cool, but very weird. But yeah, after that we were like, we have to get them to put out our record because they know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. So we just asked them, we were like, we put out a record. I mean, sometimes when you're just like such a big fan, it's yeah. hard to say no, you know? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So, a lot has changed at Flying Nun since then. Like they have like new people and oh, stuff really? like that. So it's gonna I mean, be they, different they, this time. But they've been around for <coughs> like what 30, 40 years? Yeah. They've been around a long time. Yeah, it's gotta be forty something years. But it's like a really small label. Like they just have, you know, a handful of people. Yeah. It's awesome. It's not They're a fucking big legends. Thing. Yeah. So cool. No, it's definitely cool. It's really cool. So yeah, that's awesome. We'll see. I just, um, there's just not a lot of labels that last right that long and that have so many primitive releases and yeah, have you know, K records. Yeah. In the States. Similar thing, maybe. Yeah. It's you know funny. what I mean? There's not a lot of those kind of like iconic indie record labels that have just yeah. bustled through generations of music. Yeah. It's fucking really impressive. It's really cool. Yeah. It's a really it's inspiring. unique phenomenon for sure. Yeah. Like, there's no Canadian label <laughs> that's, like, yeah. cool like that, you know? Yeah. And then most U.S. labels just are very, like, niche businessy, mm. like, industry-ish. But, like, yeah. Flying Nun, their whole thing, like, it's sort of like a, a their national art. Yeah. Or something. They're based in New Zealand, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the Courtney's are, like, they're... I mean, I don't know if this is true anymore because somebody just told me that they saw that Flying Nun signed another like North American band. But oh, okay. for a while, we were their only like non-New Zealand really artist. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's fucking cool. It's weird. Yeah, <laughs> really weird. Yeah. So when the fuck are you going back to New Zealand? Hopefully soon. I mean, yeah, I want to go like as soon as this album comes out. Maybe like around this time next year or something. Cool. Yeah. I heard it's supposed to be like a, a fucking wonderland out there. Yeah, it's beautiful. It actually reminds me a lot of like the island I grew up on oh, in really? a weird way. Like it's like really chill, huh. very laid back. And everyone is cool. really like quiet. Hmm. <laughs> is it, have you been to Australia? Yeah. Is it similar? Uh, some people tell me it's similar. To, the vibe is similar to Australia. Um, I think it's pretty different. Pretty different? Yeah, it yeah, feels really says. different. Like, um, Australia is, like, 
I think of Australia as being like a very like loud place. Like okay. Australians are like rowdy yeah. and it's very down. like in your yeah. face. And like they have all these crazy animals in Australia and in New Zealand, you don't have those for some reason. Like they have like nothing in New Zealand that can kill you. Interesting. Okay. I know just a lot of sheep. So huh. they are very different places. And like, I also noticed that New Zealand is like, like economically, like it feels poor. Like everyone is driving like used Japanese cars, Interesting. <laughs> which is sort of funny. So like our rental car or like the car that our like tour manager had rented was like all in Japanese, which is really huh. confusing. Huh. <laughs> and I was just like, that's so weird. Yeah. That seems like such a foreign <coughs> place to me. Yeah. Just, um, you know. It's like one of those places I've never been even close to going around that area. Yeah. No, they have a lot of like influence of like Southeast Asia and just Asia in general in both New Zealand and Australia. It is pretty trippy. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. So why, why I always ask this to people on here, but why music? Like what, (laughs) what gets you off? Like what is, what about it keeps you just going at it? Because I feel like there's a lot of self-sacrifice that goes into just trying to make music and live life and do the things you love to do and write and put yourself (coughs) in those. I don't know. For me, it's like a very vulnerable thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Um, I don't really, I, I really feel like I just fell into it. Like I never intended to be a musician really never did. Um, but I, had a guitar forever and I just keep playing it (laughs) like it's like what I do whenever I can't do anything else like if I'm like really sick or like anxious or just like distraught like any situation like that's like the only thing I can do got it is like play so I just like spend a lot of time playing it and I kind of I've never been great at the whole like connecting that to an audience thing. So yeah. I've been lucky to just like encounter people who kind of were able to make those connections for me. Yeah. So I don't know if those connections will continue, but I'm always going to like sit on my couch feeling like I'm dying playing guitar <laughs> the rest <laughs> of my life. Feeling like you're dying. <laughs> yeah. Of what anxiety? <clears throat> um not so much existential crises. Like, sometimes even just, like, when I'm physically sick. Yeah. Or just, like, just anything. But, yeah, anxiety, just stress. Yeah. But, like, yeah. You know when you're, like, just so sick and then you move from your bed to, like, the couch? It's like that. It's just like there you go. <laughs> Soothing. Yeah, it is. It's a good outlet. Yeah. Everybody fucking needs one. God. Yeah. Everybody needs one. Yeah, my number two is drawing. Nice. But before that, it's like guitar. Yeah. It's the thing, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I just got an acoustic guitar, which I'm excited about. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Extra soothing. Do you always strum on an electric before? Yeah. <laughs> I know. You're going to love this shit, then. Acoustic, it's like taking it to a whole nother level. <laughs> I know. I was like, what the <laughs> hell am I doing? Like, this yeah. is what I want to do is sit on my couch and it's awesome. strum this thing, so, yeah. And how, how did gum country become a thing? Like what, what, how'd that begin? <clears throat> so that started in Vancouver and that was like, cause the Courtney's, I got really into the Courtney's when it was like doing its thing in Vancouver and it was really, really fun. But, um, it was like always going to be a really slow moving project mm-hmm. just based on like my bandmates and all of us, I guess, but um, I just kind of, like, wanted to do more than the Courtney's was doing, so I just, like, started writing songs, but they were at times when the Courtney's was not jamming new songs, so then I was like, well, I just want to, like, make these into songs, so try this thing, so, um, yeah, it started out as just, like, a duo with me and my partner, Connor, Um, and then... 
Yeah, I don't know. We made we recorded that cassette that Lollipop put out, and um, I recorded that myself, which was nice. really funny. I've never like it sounds cool. Yeah, I mean, I just like thought I'd give it a try. I was like, maybe Fuck I'll yeah. get into this recording thing, but I didn't. <laughs> but it was still kind of cool. But yeah, I'm like proud of it. But it's you know it's no, not it's for great. everyone. It's very like shitty sounding. <laughs> it's great. It's lo-fi. <laughs> yeah, it's like totally my thing. But you <laughs> it's know. rad. <laughs> glad you think so so yeah i mean that was like going pretty well people were into it so when i moved when we moved me and connor moved together to la um i mentioned before i kind of like wanted to like not really play music yeah. at the beginning but then after a while i was like okay i'm ready i want to yeah. like play music yeah, so yeah. then um we got um i asked my friend Haley, who plays an automatic if she would want to play bass um, so then we just started playing as a three piece cool. around, but still keeping it really chill. It's definitely like everyone's side project yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But that's awesome. But yeah, no, it's been really nice to just kind of like engage in that way here. And yeah. also like the experience of just like being in a local band in a different city <laughs> is yeah. really funny. Yeah. Like LA is just so weird. <laughs> yeah. It is weird. It's yeah. yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Yeah, I was born and raised here, so I'm like fucked in the head. Yeah, you go to other places, and be like, "What the hell's wrong with you, dude?" I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> it's wired like all f- my wiring is fucked up." Yeah, uh, it's like I don't know how to relax. <laughs> like I don't know. It's you know. It's okay. Like, I'll go. I, I moved to Arizona for a while. I remember that. It's a really yeah. rural town, and like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just lost my shit. Did but you? I, I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> "What's everyone doing? You're uh, nothing." Yeah. How do you not? What the? F- <laughs> I'm really yeah. like I'm truly just so grateful that LA exists. I think it's a really cool place. It is. It is a cool place. Yeah, it's like a like a city that is based on art, and even though it's like really like very commercialized art, it's still really cool that you can be like like I work in cartoons or I'm a musician, and people don't think that's just like some weird underground subculture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's actually like, yeah, that's kind of what the city is. Yeah. It's like what the city's known for. It's kind of, yeah. like, it's an entertainment city <laughs> yeah. for sure. Definitely. There's not a lot of those. I don't think New York no. maybe. Yeah. New York's a lot of things for sure. Yeah. Maybe Nashville or Austin, mm-hmm. Texas. I mean, there's I mean, a few yeah. spots, you yeah. know, LA is just, it's yeah. It's, and it's massive too. There's so much yeah. shit going on. <laughs> You can literally find something amazing to do every single night. Yeah. If you just, you know. Yeah. It's overwhelming, though. Yeah. And it's so, like, oversaturated with stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, you take for, I mean, maybe not for you because you're not, for me, born and raised here, I to take a lot of that for granted. Like, you don't realize it till you leave. Uh-huh. Or, like, wow. There's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of, like, cool, amazing shit happening all the time. Yeah. It's inspiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a cool place. I've always, yeah. like, loved L.A. and dreamed of being able to live here. Well, that's Because there's awesome. nowhere like it in Canada. <laughs> like that's awesome. At all, so. That's awesome. So is, yeah. it, is it, uh, <coughs> did the dream live up to the hype? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's still a dream. Like, I'm not going to be able to stay here forever, probably. Like, yeah. my visa situation is really temporary. So I'm just, like, for me, it's almost like an extended vacation a little bit. Interesting. Like, I think if I was, yeah, if I was staying here forever, I would probably have a really different approach. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, no, it's it's chill. People here are really nice, too. Yeah, they're nice. I mean. Yeah. They are. They are. Like, they are. It's, it's like a welcoming place yeah. for some reason. Because a lot of places you go and people are not welcoming. They're like, the fuck are you doing here? Uh, yeah, you're right. You're not allowed in the door. You're right. Like, so. It is chill. It's really relaxed here, for sure. For being a metro, like a huge yeah. city, it's not it's very uh, <laughs> like in your face like it is in New York City, where it's just you're inundated with <clears throat> just people up your fucking ass all day. Yeah. Every time in New York, it's just like someone's loud, someone's di- I, I don't know. Yeah, it's LA doesn't stress me out. New York stresses me out. Yeah, same. New York is just like stressful extremely all those cities boston new york chicago there's yeah. big they're like a whole different breed of yeah out here it's just not it's a lot more uh there's more space too i yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. what it is things it's more spread out there's yeah not as much people aren't living on top of each other as much yeah i don't know what it is 
No, I don't know what it is either. It's hard to it's hard to describe, but yeah, I feel very West Coast. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool you're here. Has it probably been like two years now? Um, it's been like three? Yeah. Th- over three, three and a half. Dang. It's gone by fast. But like I've been away for a lot of it touring a little Got bit, it. so Got it. yeah. That's but no, cool. I feel like like, you know, r- rooted ish. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah. I, are you much of a beach person? Like, do you like the beach at all? Yeah. I mean, I live farther from the beach now than I ever have in my life. Like living in Hollywood. Yeah. Well, actually, Which still no, isn't I'm that far. Really? Yeah. But I mean, like, it is t- with traffic and stuff, but I mean like the house that I, um, lived in last, like my family moved a little bit when I was a kid, but the house that my mom still lives in is like on the water. And me and my brother used to like play soccer in the yard and kick the ball into the ocean. I have to go get it. You know what I mean? And like in Vancouver, I lived just like really close to the water too. So wow, it's like, do you miss that? You gotta miss that, right? Like it was like a part of your everyday life to like go down to the water. Yeah. Yeah. So it's different. Like I might as well be in, like the middle of the country yeah. i never go to the beach you know yeah but that's, it's, yeah. that's like t- to me the the per the number one perk of living here is the right. beaches yeah i don't think la would be as cool if it, there wasn't beaches i mean it's comforting to know that they're there yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of them too i mean there's a shitload of yeah, beaches yeah, yeah. But well I, I think i was telling you this like before um but it was my new year's resolution last year not this year to start surfing yeah (laughs) because uh, yeah it's like all part of this thing where i'm like i'm only gonna be in la for like who knows how long yeah you know what should i do i'm here it doesn't make sense to like get really into skiing right now so surfing yeah but i'm too scared like i've had so many chances to go and i've been telling everyone i want to learn to surf and somebody will be like we're going like this day and then i'm like ah it's super anxiety provoking. Yeah. Surfing. <clears throat> it's yeah, it's really it really is, but I don't know. If you go to the right spot, I think it's easier than you would think it is. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm, I just kind of Most things would be out there and be like, "Oh, this is chill." Yeah, and something that um Juju told me too was like he was like, "You can just come and just like chill." And just hang out. And then if you feel like surfing, you can try for like five minutes. Yeah. And then just like. There you go. You're done, right? It's not like, it doesn't need to be this like big commitment. Exactly. So I mean, even just hanging out at the beach is yeah. nice enough. So know? that'll be my first step. We'll yeah. be just coming to hang out at the beach. <laughs> there you go. It's yeah. cool because like you can surf all year here. You know, the water right. doesn't get cold enough to where it's totally unbearable. I mean, you wear a wetsuit in the winter. Right. But it's totally fine. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm down. Yeah. It seems amazing. I, feel, I could see you shredding. I could see you being such a good surfer, too. See, people always think that I surf. Like, I feel like you, got, th- you have, like, that surfing energy. We'll like see. You just like, rip it up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I definitely love snowboarding. So I feel like there's probably some translatable skill yeah. there. Um, Snowboarding's harder, I think. I mean, I learned when I was so young that... It didn't really seem hard. I feel like the problem is waiting, having waited this long. Mm. Now it's so much harder to learn stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. It's, you'll get it though. Yeah. Yeah. I, and Juju shreds. He's like a legit surfer. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know if he probably he underplays. Really <laughs> he probably makes, he probably underplays himself, but he f- is really good. That doesn't surprise yeah, me. He's yeah. a really good surfer. I mean, he grew up right there. Yeah. And he said his whole family surfs and they have like yeah. all the stuff come borrowed or whatever. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He rips. Cool. Jeff Freeberg too. He's really good. Cool. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to be part of your guys' crew. So. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What do you like doing besides, <coughs> are you, is that your thing drawing and music and is there anything else you just like to do or Tennis. some weird shit you're into? Tennis. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I feel like that's like, what people know me for now really <laughs> it's like my obsession tennis yeah. okay yeah my tennis is probably like you're surfing got it like i just discovered it recently like basically when i moved here um the first apartment i lived in was like right by these really nice tennis courts and i like walk by them going to work and then i just started taking classes and like now it's the only thing i care about 
That's awesome. Yeah. Do you do you do the one on? Because you can do two on two, right? And one yeah. on one. Yeah. What do you do? What I, do you I do prefer? it all. Yeah. I like Dang. doubles, singles, whatever. That's badass. <laughs> Even like you can play with three people. That's chill. How do you do? So just two on one side and one on yeah. the other. Yeah. It's like not as good of a game, but you just kind of rotate, and then you Got get it. a little bit of time where you're like really working your butt off. That's a good workout too. Yeah. Some serious fucking cardio. Yeah. 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 It's like. Yeah. Is it an outdoor place or? Yeah. Yeah, cool. you can't play indoor here. Um, really? I didn't know that. I don't think you can. Like, huh. I mean, there's probably some, like, private clubs that have some yeah, indoor yeah. courts. But, it, yeah, that's definitely a thing in Canada. I guess you wouldn't need it indoors here. So it doesn't really rain. I ever. mean, it rains sometimes. That's, like, ha- yeah. what happened. Like, it, you know, every so often it'll rain. Because, like, even if you get, like, a little bit of rain on the court, you can't play. Really? It's like, yeah very oh yeah that makes sense then because I mean, the ball will get fucked up and then, yeah you <laughs> slip and fall it wrecks the balls but more importantly like you can really injure yourself yeah so yeah it's like i don't know people just don't play when it rains yeah. so that's what happened was it was raining and i was like i still want to play tennis so i was like trying to find an indoor court i couldn't dang yeah how much how often do you play mm, like between twice a week and every day Wow. So, like, a lot. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. How? Do, but you have to play with someone else, right? I know, yeah. You so can't just go by yourself and play tennis. So how do you do that? Yeah, getting into tennis is almost like starting a local band or something. Like, you have to, like, find people to play with that are, okay. like, your level and arrange all, schedule all these things and find, like, locations for them. So it can be really hard at first. Like, there's Got a it. lot of, like, planning. There should but just be a Tinder for <laughs> tennis players okay. called, like, <laughs> tender there is there, actually there is, is like there totally is like an app like that but it's like <laughs> yeah it could use some improvement but yeah it's really similar it's very much That's like cool. dating but um yeah just tennis dates all the time but then once you like have you know your people then you just you know do it every week or whatever yeah. Yeah, um, that sounds like fun yeah it's it's good so i have like a bunch of musicians that i play with just like casually and then i also play on a few tennis teams which wow. are kind of like really nerdy but it's really fun because you like it's awesome yeah that's a really good thing to get into i feel like yeah it's great here <laughs> it's amazing it's like the perfect thing to do in la so and it's a sport you can never perfect either right like oh, i don't yeah. think anyone's you can't perfect tennis Oh, God, it's you, you know. so hard. I think of it as, like, the violin of sports. Yeah. Like, it's just insane how hard it is. Like, people always think that I'm probably good. I'm like, no. Like, I'm not good. I just, like, I play a lot, but I just started recently. Like, yeah. you have to, it's another thing. Like, you got to start when you're a little kid. Mm. If you want to, like, really yeah. have the organic kind of muscle memory and stuff, you know? got it, yeah. Yeah. It's I'm like always going to look really awkward playing tennis. <laughs> I think tennis and golf are so, to me, they seem like the most intriguing sports. Yeah. Like golf that you can sport. never perfect and it's just always, you have to like really be on it. Like yeah. It's more of a mental, it's just as much mental as it is physical. Oh my God. You know? It's so mental. It's like anticipate when the, where the ball's going and yeah. anticipate, you know, if you hit it there then they're going to hit it this way. Yeah. It's trippy. It's like unbelievable how mental it is. Yeah, there's not yeah. a lot of like mental sports like that. Golf, tennis, maybe pool, maybe. Yeah. I, I you know. I mean, the advantage of tennis in my opinion is that it's good exercise too. Yeah, it's physical. Cuz that's like really good for you emotionally, like oh, you know, yeah. getting exercise. So, that's part of what makes it so fun. Yeah. And just like chasing after a ball. Yeah. I'm just like so into it. <laughs> Dude, there's got to be a great feeling of just that ball hitting the, the racket and, whoosh, and just hitting yeah. it right in the perfect spot. Yeah. I mean, my favorite feeling, though, in tennis is sort of funny. I, like, just get so stoked when I, like, someone hits me something really difficult. And I and have to, like, it. run so hard to get it. And it doesn't really matter if I get it or not. I just, like, start laughing. Like, I'm just like, that is so funny how, yeah. like, I booked it like so crazy to get that ball like it's just so funny like i'm just this animal on earth like running after balls yeah (laughs) and it's like making me so happy i love it that's great yeah that's great it's uh what is that endorphin booster yeah yeah it's like really like taking over my life though that's good but 
It's better than like heroin or something. Yeah, it's, I <laughs> definitely know? think of it as like a drug, but it is better than that. Yeah. No, exercise is so good. It is a drug. Yeah. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Like the way you feel probably leaving a tennis match or whatever is, mm-hmm. is you're probably high on something. Yeah. And even just like booking the tennis date yeah. gets you a little high. Like everything yeah. about it. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really into that. I'm also into gardening. Nice. So those things together, like I play tennis and then I go home and like lift, move pots around. Yeah. Do you have anything that you eat? No. Um, yeah, no, I'm more just into like plants, flowers and just like stuff that smells nice. Yeah. Yeah. This year I'm trying to build like a, I mean, it's super cool moving here from Canada for the gardening. Like, because you can grow all kinds of crazy stuff and you can have it all year outside. Like, it's very cool. So I just get excited when I go to Home Depot and I always buy way too many things. (laughs) And I'm just like, I don't really know what this is, but I'm learning a lot. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I guess like, I, I mean, there's so many pests and stuff and I use like some pesticides that are like natural and supposed yeah. to be fine for like your pets and human yeah. you can like drink it and, and stuff like fine, that right? but it still makes me nervous to like grow something i'm gonna eat yeah even though it shouldn't yeah. like it's probably uh, gonna be way. better than like god knows what is being used on the stuff i buy but yeah. but yeah no for now it's just like plants to look yeah, at cool. and just be in supposedly tomatoes are like the thing mm-hmm. like california's meant for <coughs> growing tomatoes really supposedly maybe. says my mom yeah maybe yeah i mean i think i've heard that you can grow them like multiple times like you can like yeah. have them in the spring summer mm-hmm. and then like deep into the fall yeah so like all year supposedly yeah. you can grow tomatoes here maybe i should yeah i should consider it <laughs> yeah i don't know supposedly i mean people will grow it and they'll have too many like way too many tomatoes, right and it turns into a problem and they're like giving them out <laughs> to like, people for free like please take them off my fucking hands honestly that's another reason i don't want to do the vegetables it is a little bit stressful like the idea of like like yeah. i don't even really like buying groceries because then it's just like thinking about what's in the fridge and like how to use it all yeah. efficiently yeah. you know yeah. so it's just kind of like eh. so i just gotta buy what you yeah. Are you like an autopilot? Are you an autopilot type of person? Like, eat the same thing every day at the same time. I'm not. Or are a you foodie. more? Yeah. Are you more just like, eh? Whenever I'm hungry, I'll eat. Yeah. I like. I eat out a lot, uh, just out of convenience. Yeah. And I'm not like a big foodie, so Got I. It. I'm not like that into like. I'm def. I definitely don't eat any more hobbies. So like the idea of like getting into cooking is. Yeah. No. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I'll definitely go home and just like have crackers for dinner. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Some, <laughs> some people I've noticed like just from living with different people that some people are very fucking like I eat it this time and I eat this every day. Then yeah. I eat that and then I eat this and some people just fucking eat when whenever. Oh, like yeah. My girlfriend will, just, <clears throat> will go like like I have to eat pretty often. Like I like food and I like eating. But yeah. my girlfriend will go all day without eating realize at eight o'clock at night like, I didn't eat anything today. Oh, yeah. And you're like, whoa, fuck. I would have, like, <laughs> killed somebody if I didn't, you know, eat yeah, yeah. 8 o'clock p.m. So it's interesting. Yeah, I get that, too. Like, it's a bit of an inconvenience sometimes. Like, it's just like, oh, man, I'm hungry. Yeah. Just want to keep Got to feed gardening. the beast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got to feed the beast. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's, like, I have respect for people who are into what they eat because it's a lot better for you. Like, you know. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I ate a lot of granola bars, <laughs> cliff bars from the office. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, so is your family still up in, in Canada? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Are they like stoked that you're down here? Do they, <clears throat> are they like, come back? No, they they think it's cool. They like, like most of my family and friends are stoked that now they know someone here so they can come visit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But my, yeah, I'm lucky, like, my family is, they think, yeah, L.A. is cool, and they're into it. Because, like, there are, like, Canadians who are just like, America, I'm yeah. never going there. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. really grouchy about America. Yeah. It's sort of funny, but, yeah, I have a lot of visitors. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I mean, I would fucking, I get it. 
Yeah, but it's kind of a bummer that it is really, like, the immigration is so difficult with America. So, like, a lot of my friends would definitely love to, like, move to L.A., but they just can't. It's just a nightmare to to deal with it. You just can't. It's impossible. Yeah. Unless you, like, figure out some way. Or just... uh, you have to marry someone. That's what I was gonna say. Marry so. someone or get pregnant with someone's kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Do it the uh, with the I old know. fashioned way. Totally. I mean, it's really the only way, and it's even those ways are so expensive. Yeah. Like really expensive too. So, it's complicated. But yeah, yeah it is a little bit. It would be cool if like all my friends could have come with me. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But maybe maybe it would be easier soon enough. Someday. Someday. Yeah. It should be easy. That would opinion. be cool. It's yeah. hard to even imagine, but yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like made. it's, I don't know too well, but I'm imagining the States is probably the hardest country to get citizenship. In, oh, right. I like mean, above any other country, I imagine it's just a nightmare to try and who knows, become a citizen. But, but yeah, no, like of anywhere I've heard of. Yeah. And even just like, like not even I have no ambition of becoming a citizen. Like it doesn't even seem any like attainable at all. But That's just crazy. like being able to like as a musician just like come in and play a show. Like the process of getting a visa is just crazy. Yeah. I wish they could simplify that. But yeah, Jeez the dream Louise. would be like a green card. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's no lottery. I don't know if you've heard of the green card lottery. No. It's it's weird. Like America is so funny. It's like, there's all these rules, but then we're going to have a lottery and anyone can enter. And if you win, you can have a green card. What the fuck? I know. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of that. So like, well, if you know any Australians or, um, folks from New Zealand or the UK that live here, ask them because it's pretty likely they won the lottery. Like most of those foreigners that I've met in LA, they've won the lottery, but it's not, wow. you're not eligible if you're Canadian, which is a bummer. I think Canadians and Mexicans are the only ones. What the fuck? Cause there's like too many of us, I guess. What the fuck? Yeah. So it's, it's a bummer. Like it's really, really hard. That's so weird. I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a real thing. You can just like, that seems really yeah. funky to and me. And people from all over the world enter it and win. So wow, I wonder how many <clears throat> they grant, like how many they, they go through with. Yeah, there's probably like some that's podcasts crazy. out there about it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, that's really interesting. I never knew that. Yeah. Green card lottery. I you mean, that's pretty cool. You can also just buy a green card if you have half a million dollars. <sighs> like it actually just has a price tag. $500,000, you can just buy one. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. So I'm hoping that I can just be here for long enough because I think that if you pay taxes in america for like seven or eight years or something then you can apply so got it i'll just yeah yeah see how it goes please <laughs> fucking a but you know if i have to go b- back to canada it's fine too <laughs> it's like some really nice things about it there too so. yeah for sure yeah i mean if you if if uh some like government official just knocked on your door and was like hey do you want to be a citizen i have a green card right here would you would you take it oh of course Okay. I mean, you don't have to give anything up. Yeah. Yeah. It I just would know be if amazing. Like, or if you're, if you're still on the <laughs> fence, like, I don't know about this whole America thing. No, no. It's <laughs> chill. Like, I, yeah. I, I feel, I might get a tattoo. I was thinking of getting a Canadian flag tattoo. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's like a really, like, really stupid tattoo. But now I actually want one. Yeah. So yeah. I, I feel, like, really connected to my identity. It doesn't, like, yeah. all that stuff when people, like, don't like let it change you i don't know yeah i, I think yeah. i think too though you ha- you have some like experience i think a <laughs> lot of you know what i mean like I, I hear that more like when i was 18 years old right moving to la yeah like, no totally i know i moved here mom and dad i know i was 30 my van so, yeah That's you know it's that was like don't let it destroy <laughs> you your little precious creative brain but i think right. you know i don't th- i don't think it would fuck you up too bad coming here when you kind of have traveled and yeah. done shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm always going to, I feel like I'm always going to be like a traveler that's just like living all over. So yeah. where else in the States interests you <coughs> or is there, is there anywhere else to in live. the States? Mm. <laughs> Nowhere really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely interested. I would like to live outside of North America. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really feel after LA, I'm not really sure 
what will be next, but I don't really want to go back to somewhere I've already been yet. I think it would be cool to maybe try like down under, like, yeah, it's just somewhere. Yeah. Asia would be cool. I don't know. Yeah. Just something something different. Yeah. I'm into it. Like you could deal with the language barrier thing though. That's what trips me up when I think about moving to a different country. (laughs) I don't know if I could do it. I'm really bad at languages. Me too. (laughs) And especially. it's too late now. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say, like, you get older and you're just like, I don't fucking know how to. Like, I would, for me to be fluent in a language would take like a decade of work every day. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it would really hard. It would be insane. I know. My bandmate, Sydney and the Courtney's, she moved to France. Oh, wow. It's it's still like very difficult for her. Because, like, also as a foreigner, like you have to deal with all this extra paperwork, like all this stuff with, you know, figuring out how to do everything in America is like complicated enough. I can't even imagine like adding in a language thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it would be tough. So maybe like Australia would be cool. There you go. They speak English. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. France would be like the toughest, I feel like. Yeah, it would be terrible. I know, because the French, they... They hate speaking English. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> well, it's trippy is that they know how, right? They yeah. just don't want to. <laughs> I yeah. lived in Quebec for a while, and that oh, was really? hard. <laughs> yeah, it's it, that place tripped me out when I went there the first time. Okay. I really felt like I was in a com- totally different country. I mean, Canada and the States, it, you feel like you're in different countries, but there's some, a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. But Montreal is like, you're in a different country. Yeah, there's nowhere sure. like it. Yeah. They, they are like on their own. For sure. Yeah. There's like, it's like, I found it a really unfriendly place. <laughs> like oh, really? It was very like angry. I mean, it was really fun and I had really cool friends there and like had a good time. Yeah. It was like the right time of my life to be there in my early twenties. But yeah, there's a lot of like just politics with, yeah, the French culture and everything. And yeah, I was working on, uh, a production and it was a French production like from France okay so in our office we had people like French Canadians English Canadians which is me I was the mm-hmm. only one who didn't speak French there were oh, Acadians who are like from this weird place in Canada that's like actually fully bilingual so they speak uh, okay English and French interchangeably and they sound the same it's very very weird huh. there's okay. yeah nothing quite like it and then, uh, yeah, there were people from France. So it was just like this crazy mix. Yeah. And I really got a sense of like everyone's politics. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, the French Canadians, it's, it's hard. Like they, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's hard for them. So it's a cool, yeah. That city is fucking crazy to me. It's so fun. It and, is fun. And it's one of the like, coolest cities in yeah, the world. Yeah. The, the French Canadians, they protest everything. And so they protested like tuition and just kept the city cheap basically. So yeah. it's still like affordable. You can go there like, and so of course they have like an amazing um, community of, artists because yeah. artists go there and they can actually like live and yeah and then of course like and i think in france they really like like kind of appreciate art in a different way too so it, yeah it's a good place yeah it always that i always had a weird fantasy of living there yeah i don't know why i just yeah i always I mean, liked it there it's cold yeah and like but the water there's like water throughout the city what is that that big river? yeah there's like a river I yeah what i feel called. like <laughs> i used to see like driving into it and it's like this big bridge with the, all this big body of water yeah i loved it yeah yeah i love the cult there's this really cool venue there i forget what it was called i feel like i've been there so many times like mm. it's underground Le keg l keg hmm i don't know that one was it a diy space no it was like a it's like a bar okay that had really dim red lighting Ooh. and you, but I think all the places there, There's you kind of so go many bars. underground. I think it was called like L keg or like keg or like okay. keg or something. Hmm. It was really cool. Yeah. I don't know that one. I was liking that spot I'm sure it was. It had like candles. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like red candles everywhere. And then all the lights were red. It was just d- dim red. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like sexy feeling. Totally. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's the coolest place. It really it is. It is cool. And there's yeah. like parks. Yeah. Shitloads of parks in the middle of the city with like playgrounds and 
mm-hmm. such a trippy place. Yeah, it's a Canadian thing. Parks yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I miss that. Yeah, there's parks everywhere. Yeah, it's nice to just like be able to walk two blocks and there's like a little patch of grass. You can yeah. just like sit down, eat yeah. a snack. <laughs> yeah, it's very fragmented here with the parks. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's like not very many, but they're huge. <laughs> but they're yeah, when they are one, <laughs> when there is one, it's big. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. <laughs> totally. It's very fucking American, I guess. Everything's big. <laughs> But, uh, th- thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, thanks Nick. for having me. Um, yeah. I always ask, like, what are you listening to right now? What, if I turned your car on, if I was going to borrow your car <laughs> and go get, like, a burrito right now, what would be playing in your car? Literally in the car right now. Just, like, what are you listening to yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, basically? Yeah. Um, well, I've been listening through the Mo Dottie tape a lot, which came out a few years cool. ago, I think, but... I just like got turned on to it, so I'm into it. Yeah. And the berries. Cool. Who yeah, I mentioned. I gotta check that yeah, out. you gotta check out the, the berries, berries, like the food berry, like B E R R I E S. Yeah, yeah, like okay. the fruit. Um, yeah. It's um a project by Matt Berry, who also plays in like Big Bite and uh yeah, he was in Happy Diving. Hmm. Seattle guy. Okay. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but yeah. Great name too, Mike Berry. Matt Berry. Oh, Matt Berry. Yeah, yeah, Still and the berries. Name. Yeah, it's a the great best. name. Yeah, the berries, Mo Dotty. Yeah. Okay. I gotta listen to the berries. Actually, see if I can find them. Yeah, check it out. It's not for everyone. It's very twangy. <laughs> <laughs> the berries. Berryland. <clears throat> yep, that's what's up. That's the one. Yeah, there's a bunch of them, but it's a good one. It definitely gets a little shoegazy at times, which could be your your entry point. Let's see. It's the first song on Berryland. <laughs> Dude, the, the names are too good. The Berries, Berryland. Yeah. Love it's, it. I think it's like Matt's sort of like joke, like semi-jokey country band, but it's actually just like so good. Yeah. You know? There's always the best bands when it's kind of like a lighthearted. Like, yeah. Oh, let's just make a record for fun. Yeah, yeah. It always turns out the best. Totally. This is chill. Very chill. <laughs> I like it. So they have two records, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Oh shit, this just came out? Yeah, I think this one came out, like, a few months ago. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a prolific dude. One of those people that's just, like, in a million bands, always putting out stuff. Got it. <laughs> Respect. No, this is dope. I wore out the tape. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it, like, doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I still listen to it anyways. It's so fucked up. I love the way tapes sound when they're almost about to be worn out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's there's just, a sweet spot. There's a sweet spot for sure. Yeah, totally. It's like a, it's like a worn in like baseball mitt or something. You know? Oh yeah, there's nothing like it. Yeah. Totally. It sounds so good. I don't know what that is. I hate though when it just like plays one song, then flips the other side and plays one song, and then you're like missing a lot of the tape. That's what's going on with my various tape right now. So yeah, I need good. a new one. Yeah. <laughs> And this is the only Mo Dottie song on Spotify I can find. Yeah, I think they like, I don't know what they're up to, but they've yeah. been playing a lot of shows, but the tape I bought was like a pretty old tape, so. Yeah, that's uh, different new. than this. Mm-hmm. I think this is fairly new. Uh, okay, cool. It's not giving me a date. Oh yeah, from last year. Right on. Oh yeah. Hey, well, thanks for coming by. Thank you so much for having Anytime me. Anytime you want to hang out or do yeah. anything here. Okay, I'll come We're back. doing, um, <laughs> if you ever want to just, like, tag up a wall and I would love do to. some weird shit. <laughs> yeah, so down. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks so much. Thanks, Wyatt. Yeah. I'm going to blast this shit out. It's fun.